Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday. You okay there, Ron? Oh, oh, I forgot to turn your your thing on. Sorry about that. Got it, got it now? There we go. All yep, right. yep, yep. All, All right. right. That's like more, that's more better. Hey, I forgot to turn your headphone now. Yeah. Thank you, Majiggy, on there. I, I, I should have known that. I, I'm not quite a rookie. Start over here. Welcome, race fans. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammerdown Race Report studio. It is the Hammerdown Racing Report for July 7th, show number 238 tonight on the show. We're going to be uh, speaking with Eldora Facilities Manager Robert Platfoot on uh, the art of dirt track prep. Yeah. So I'm hoping to learn a lot. For This is going to be an educational program. For, for racers and fans, it, it's really a big deal. You know, the, the kind of summer we've had, Scott, has not played well into racetrack's hands. No, no. Uh, and well, even, El, even Eldora right, has some and, issues. And, so. and we'll see how the folks at Eldora plan to address those. Yeah. Uh, also, later on the show, we'll be speaking with Jeff Dice, the owner of I-96 Speedway. Uh, last week on the show, you had heard rumors that the track was sold. We found out that it, that is not the case, uh, but there are some changes with what's going on up there, um, such as the Summer National Show for next Friday has been canceled. But uh, we'll, we'll talk to Jeff and, and find out exactly what's going on uh, with I-96 Speedway. A lot of questions as to whether that show had been moved somewhere else, and I haven't seen an announcement on that. Last I saw, they the uh, UMP dirt car right. folks were looking for another venue. venue. But, uh, yeah, as of uh, Thursday night when we're doing the show live, I have not heard anything uh, as far as uh, a replacement date. So, um, Before we get to uh, Robert Platfoot, I want to remind you we're coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And uh, make sure to check out Dominator Race Products. They're all new Outlaw Nose Kit, vented metal uh, wheel covers. You can check them out at DominatorRaceProducts.com. They have body components for late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and much more. Uh, DominatorRaceProducts.com or call 419-923-6970. You can also get Dominator Race Products from reputable dealers across the USA and Ron Miller Race Cars. Wait. What? What? You said you're non-reputable, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that was last week. Oh, and Ron Miller Race Cars. I'm, I'm reputable this then, week. Then then it's and, not or, Ron Miller Race Cars. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race, racing every Saturday night, except for this Saturday. Um, make sure to visit uh, them at oakshaderaceway.com or follow on social media for all the updates. Again, no racing this weekend uh, due to a uh, death in the family. Uh, Michelle Herr was tragically killed in a car accident uh tuesday i believe it was and so the family's kind of dealing with that and kind of stepping putting the racing aside for the right. weekend so hope to be back uh next weekend with the uh birthday race summer national show at uh, oakshade which ought to be pretty huge I, th- I think it'll be a big deal a lot of big races next week yeah yeah you got the brad Doty. you got uh uh, everything going Eldora. on at Eldora. Eldora right. you, you got Montpelier my, my with their first uh, ever summer national show on Wednesday next week. <sighs> Lots going on. Lots to talk about tonight. And uh, one final thing, uh, make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photo, Photos for all your racing photo needs from Action Shots to Victory Lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They also do special photo shoots by appointment. Freeze Frame Photos, special moments, frozen in time, 419-476-9978. 
and uh, they got that special deal going on, uh, especially for uh, like uh, Dominator Super Stock drivers or late model drivers, whatever, that are going to be at the uh, birthday race at Oakshade a uh, week from Saturday. Right. Because the pits will be open from 10 to 4, so uh, folks will be coming through if you want to hand out some autographed uh, photos. Charlie's got a deal there where you can get 50 4 by 6 uh, photos uh, for just 50 cents each. And that's a really great deal. Yeah, so 25 bucks for 50 photos. To, hero cards, so you can be somebody's hero. There you go. Yeah. So, Also, thanks to Big D's Pizza uh, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon for uh, sponsoring the show tonight. Uh, let's uh, move ahead with our, our first guest here and uh, give uh, Mr. Platfoot a call. Uh, again, he is working the track tonight at uh, Eldora, as a matter of fact. So we're going to be interrupting his work just a little bit. There we go. A little worried there. Well, it's a long ways away. What, Eldora? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the phone's got to go a long way. Hello. Hi, is this Robert? Yes, sir. Hey, it's Scott Hammer and uh, Ron Miller, a Hammer Down Racer Report. How's it going? Good, how are you guys? Doing great. great. Doing good. Uh, you working on the track down there right now? Uh, I just got done filling up the water truck and getting ready to throw some water to it. Excellent. Uh, you handled the uh, the 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 prep there, the dirt track prep, uh, not only at Eldora, but you do uh, so several other tracks as well, do you not? Yeah, I go down to Belusia every uh, January, February and do the... Uh, do their show down there for speed week sure but and i'm go, go ahead. ahead no you, you go ahead <laughs> yeah we got sunshine nationals down there then we go into dirt car national so it's a pretty good opportunity it's a good group of guys work with down there too you know so makes a lot of fun get out of the cold no no secret we've had an awful lot of hot weather this year how do, how do you prep for weather like this w- without coming up with a dust bowl? Well, so the summertime showdown we just had here two weeks ago, I started on Monday and I put 277,000 gallons of water on the time. On one, on one day? No, that's for the whole week. Started okay. on Monday. All right. <laughs> it'd, it'd take a lot bigger trucks, you know, to, <laughs> to do that for one day but <laughs> no, it started, started monday and ended saturday and we, we put two hundred seventy-seven thousand gallons on wow so that's the key just keep uh, watering the, the crap out of the track yeah i mean you, you water all day and basically you get a little bit to soak in but then you know you come out here and plus is i only live four miles away but uh so come out at 8 39 o'clock at night and you know like monday night i was here until like 12 30 with the lights on water and trying to get going and you know 11 30 on tuesday night i mean it just nighttime is the best time to water is just a letter soak down in now is this your 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 full-time job i mean do you have another job or is this it uh, this is enough <laughs> <laughs> okay Fair enough. So how, how did you get into, uh, you're the facilities uh, manager there. Uh, do you have other responsibilities at, at Eldora? Yeah. I, uh, you know, when Chad was here, I, I worked with Chad. I've been a little grandson, you know, I worked with him for 
seven six seven years you know and i mean i started off push truck in here and then uh went to the front drive and helping chad and i worked at odot for five and a half years and i come out here every night and help chad on the track and do maintenance and uh so i do a, all the uh, equipment maintenance and a lot of the facility maintenance uh so there's enough to keep you busy all the time nice so what what exactly i mean uh you got the uh, Kings Royal weekend. You got what four nights of sprint car racing coming up next week. How do you uh, prepare for for that? Well, with sprint cars, I mean that's a little easier than late models because you can have the track just a little softer, you know. Uh, but with this heat, like it is, it's just keep watering and you know checking it and you know sheet putting it and grading it and just making sure that you don't have no soft spots and you, you just got to try to work the soft spots out. And, uh, it's just basically studying the dirt and just figuring out what you got. You know, you don't want it real soft because they'll just start tearing it up. So how, how close attention do you, uh, look, look at the forecast? I mean, does that make, uh, does that factor into your decision-making as, as to what kind of prep you're going to be doing? Well, you know, some people might think I'm crazy, but like well, I knew rain was coming Tuesday, but, I still put 16,000 gallons on Monday night. Uh, but this track, it, it's different than a lot of tracks. You know, like Volusia, when we go down there, it's so close to the water table. It don't take a lot of water once you get the track set right. But this one just, it loves water. It just absorbs. I mean, we had an inch and, an inch and a chance on, what is that, on Tuesday. Then we had, inch and six tenths last you know yesterday and we put on i don't know four or five thousand gallons of ready today just uh one of the sheep footings and then we're gonna get ready to throw on some more it's just to get the the crumbles to lay down now before the rain does come this is pretty hard it's it's sealed up pretty decent so we'll be in pretty good shape with some more rain one of our listeners wants to know if you prep the track any different for, let's say, for the for the Dream or the uh, a big sprint car race, the Kings Royal. Yeah, you got to have it a little harder uh, surface for the late models because they run such a soft uh, right front spring anymore. They, I mean, if it starts digging in, they'll start bouncing and they'll create you two or three holes by the time they get done and get uh, leveled off and and going around the track. Sprint cars don't have that. So unless you got a real soft spot going into the corner, they usually, they're just going to flick it off, clean it off, and uh, make it for a good racing at, you know, at the end of the night. So, so a there, there, there. there's a real science to even understanding what cars are racing. Yeah, yeah, because the modifieds are starting to get just as bad as the late models with with the shot deal, uh, as far as digging in on the front on the right front. But yeah, you just gotta know what car you got and what you got going on, or how hard you want it, or how soft it needs to be. And it's just like this spring, we had such a wet, cold spring, and uh, we we had a couple plowed fields. You know, not like we didn't try to correct it but it's just it was just too soft underneath and you know now we got the heat now we got it uh we got a good base now so that that's uh, the key right there is having a good base 
I was going to ask you if uh, if you hear from Tony at all when you make a bad decision. Well, uh, he came out for the he came out for the dream and the million, and uh, and we had a we had a bad situation, and so we ended up taking about we put about eight inches of new dirt on last fall, and we ended up taking about three inches off of it uh, on Tuesday of the uh, of the million. So we had excavator, dozer, and dump trucks in here. We took about three inches off and on Tuesday, and we raced on Wednesday. So it worked out. I mean, it got down to a good base. You know, that top part was just too saturated, too soft. Couldn't do nothing with it. Watching it on TV, it looked like you were a hero. Well, you know, in, in this business, usually you're the zero because, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, but once in a while you get to be a hero, but. It's a lot of pride, a lot of hours. You know, I got Kent Walters that helped me, you know, on the race day and, and stuff. And like he's here now, he comes out once in a while through the week to help. So, sometimes you got a guy calling, uh, he can get on the tractor, he can, you know, get the, some of these smaller water trucks. And you don't have to babysit him too much anymore. Uh, he started last year, you know, so. He's getting better. He's getting good. You know, he's not afraid to help make decisions. You know, he'll put his input in and we'll figure out what we're going to do, you know. So, so you mentioned, uh, you know, preparing the track different for the sprints and, and the late models. Uh, how do you make, what What do you do different to uh, to make a softer surface uh, versus a, a harder surface? Well, we just, with all this rain we just got, uh, really didn't have to do a whole lot, but in, in past years, like next week, if it seems like it's getting too hard, I got what they call an airway, and I can turn the turn it sideways, and it'll pull out like a number two rock out of the dirt, and then I just let the water soak down just a little deeper, and the water soaks in, and then that just softens it up from the bottom side up. You know that way. The sun don't get to it as quick as let it soak in. Okay. Now, and go go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say. So you mentioned uh, Volusia being different from Eldora. So I'm I'm assuming. Ha, have you worked any other tracks? Because I'm assuming that the the characteristics from track to track of what you do at Eldora maybe wouldn't carry over to Fremont or Attica or Oakshade or, or other dirt tracks. Uh, I'm guessing they're, they're each their own beast. Yeah. You know, I was in, I did, I helped with Charlotte down there uh, for the world finals for about five years. And and that's a different, you know, that's that red clay, red dirt. It, that was a different animal too. Uh, to try to get that to bond just right. I mean, and then I go over to Fairbury and, I've helped Chad over there for a couple years, and now he's got that black dirt. And that's a little different there, too, you know. Uh, but before we put the new dirt on Belusia, Fairbury and, and Belusia was uh, about the same dirt other than Belusia, you know, your Florida, so it's going to be a little more sandier. So you got to have the right water content so it don't eat up the tires real bad. You know, if you keep it wet enough, that sand really don't make a difference on eating up the tires. One of our listeners wants to know your thoughts on, uh, on a sprinkler system. I, I remember, 
Uh, I've heard West, people talking I, about. I heard West Virginia Motors. I remember West Virginia Motors Speedway, and and they had horrendous wet and dry spots. But uh, do you think a sprinkler system could work? Well, I heard of. I didn't know what Speedway had it over the years. I heard one that had it, but there's just where you're going to mount it for the inside wall or the outside wall. You know, with the wind around here because it's it's always windy. Uh, it would never work. You'd never get enough pressure, you know, because the inside wall to the outside wall here is about 80 feet. So you get something to spray to the outside wall or get, if you go to the outside inside, then, then the middle is going to get a lot wetter because that's where it's going So it's hard to get an so, even coverage with a sprinkler system. Nothing beats the human touch. Yeah. Oh, Mother Nature is, is the best, uh, best water you can get i don't <laughs> i don't care what kind of truck you got it just ain't the, as good as mother nature so we, we mentioned next week there's the joker joker's wild the historical big one the king's royal i mean you got racing wednesday through saturday what do you do you know between the races uh to, to keep the track in shape for the next night and and do you work sure. throughout, throughout the night then between each uh, each event yeah yeah well racing gets over with the haulers get out we get started on the on the track we start keep putting grading water and i mean kind of long as we ain't got no big holes or nothing the track smooth and, and then we'll just go with our normal of cheap footing grading getting a moving at the end and throwing some crumbles up on top and watering it down and leaving it set and letting that soak in through the night you know if everything goes good we can be going to bed around four or five o'clock in the morning and getting up around seven thirty, eight o'clock and starting the next day. So next week's going to be a really long week. It, yeah. So it's, these three or four day shows, it, it, it does make a, for a long week. And when <laughs> Sunday, when Sunday comes, it's like the wife just goes home. Cause we stay in the motor home here. And she just goes home. And when I wake up at one thirty, two o'clock or whatever in the afternoon, you know where I'm at. <laughs> now, what what goes through your head when, uh, say, there's a rain out the the night before, and they're going to make that up the next day during the afternoon? You know, in the heat of the sun, is is that like your worst nightmare? Yeah, because there is no. I mean, we've had some good or decent daytime races, but there's, there's. I mean, even like the dream when we did that that daytime race on Thursday, it turned out pretty good, but. It just you just hate daytime racing. I mean, that's usually it's usually nothing more than a dust bowl. You know, I guess if it's later in the four day show, it's really worse because they've already beat the track up. The only good thing was on Thursday night the track is still kind of fresh. They didn't put a whole bunch of laps on the track, so that kind of saved saved it to make Thursday day race a little better. Nice. So. Uh- can you? How do you determine how much water that you're going to put on the track? Can do you go out just look at it? Do you get poke down it, there? Poke it with a screwdriver, you, just like any race. Poke your screwdriver. Get your fingers down it. I mean, how do you make that decision? I go by the feel and and walk in it. I don't use the screwdriver technique, <laughs> uh, but by walking it and looking at it and feeling it with your feet and taking a piece of equipment out, you know. The water truck, you can tell with how much of the imprint of the tread 
how deep it's going. I mean, I can tell you, that tells you quite a bit of how much more water you need. Speaking of uh, equipment, you mentioned the sheep's foot uh, grader. What uh, water truck is it? Is there any other uh, pieces of equipment that uh, you would say is essential for uh, dirt track prep? Well, we got a couple. We got a lele tiller and a and a coon tiller. And, I mean, they can be your best friend, but they can also be your your worst enemy on on race day if if you're going out and scratching it and. Uh, all of a sudden, one side digs in, then right there, you're never going to get that spot fixed, and that's going to create a hole every time. Uh, now, for, we, for, for those of us that aren't uh, super familiar with this equipment, that that's something that basically uh, just roughs up the top part of the track, right? They just they just run in circles. You know, there's like 13, 14 different uh, units down there. They just spin in circles, and it just scratches the top and, and gives you some crumbs. Gotcha. But like I said, in the corners, if if you if it digs in, say if you're only scratching about a half inch deep, and then all of a sudden you get in a spot in the corner and it goes about two inches deep, you're never going to be able to fix that on race day, and that is where the first hole is going to uh, pop up. Uh, you don't. We want got that. this. <laughs> no, no. So we got this L and M Motorsports. They started with horse track racing, and they got a. I call it the horse track and it's got a bunch of little knives on it and it'll only dig in about a half inch so and that's a really good tool if you're done with hot laps and, and the b mains and you get ready to go to the feature and you think oh it's going to rubber up so you can take that and throw a little water on it take that out it takes that black 90 percent of that black off throw a little water back on it and the push trucks come out and roll it in and you just rejuvenated a brand new racetrack Gotcha. Do you use, uh, is there any chemicals that, that you can use on the track or is it just straight water? We just use water here. Uh, there is some chemicals out there. I mean, Joey from Fire Aid, he's, he's got a chemical. I tried that. It just seems like you need too much of it to try to get it to work. You know, it's just, just as easy to just keep putting water down. Not not saying his product's bad. It's just that it don't fit for this race, for this track. Gotcha. Now, last question that I have for you. What uh, do you consider a perfect racetrack as far as uh, a dirt surface to race on? What What does well, the surface got to be like? I mean, when the surface in the feature cleans off and it's slick from top to bottom and there's, you know, it ain't going. It's not going to take rubber, but these race cars can move wherever they want to. It's just like the other week with the summertime showdown. I mean, the leader, yeah, he he walked away with it, but when he got in lap traffic, his car would stick on the top, the middle, the bottom. It didn't matter really where he put his race car; he was still flying through the corners, and that's what makes it a perfect race track. Is when it cleans off and these cars can go anywhere they want. It's not locked down on the top, or it's not locked down on the bottom. So when when you got multiple grooves, how do you feel about a yeah. a big cushion? I like the wall to be the cushion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So you want that thing smooth all the way to the wall, then? Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a uh, fan favorite of the late models coming off the of turn two and uh, the 
back spoiler, just clipping the wall a little bit and giving the fans some sparks. Yeah, I don't like the big cushions. Yeah, the trucks did that a lot too when the the they were there. Yeah, yeah. I just I haven't had a real big cushion for quite a while. I mean, knock on wood. I don't want to jinx myself, but I I try not to have a cushion. Okay. Yeah, I know. I've talked to some promoters who don't like to have a cushion for some reason. I don't understand, but you know, I know, I know the. I know the, the non-wing cars, they prefer the cushion, but just the way they want to full throttle around the corners, and I always just want to make them use their brake and their accelerator at the same time and let them slide to the wall. Put some driver back into the equation. Yeah, yeah. There's not, it's not just full throttle and hammer down. It's, you got to have a little finesse with it. Um, Dean Henry, one of our uh, listeners here, and actually one of our sponsors, uh, threw a question out here. Why don't they use calcium chloride anymore to uh, keep the track with uh, moisture in it? I don't know what that does or how that affects things. but Well, calcium, when you get it on the track, it goes back into the driver's eyes. And, and I mean, it's just not good to ingest that. And, and it's just always hard on the equipment you it's, know it's very hard on equipment it it, it causes yeah. things to rust all right dean that was a bad idea yeah. let's let's not do that anymore yeah <laughs> but we don't no. all right well uh, i know you got a lot of work to do are you working through the weekend then to get things ready for the first race is uh wednesday next week at eldora so are you working straight through the weekend all the way up until uh wednesday yeah i got the motor home here and we probably, I probably won't leave until next Sunday. Wow. Well, get some rest um, at, at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll get a little bit here and there. Just when next week starts, that's when your your rest is pretty much over with and it's go time. Do you have a special parking spot? Because I know things get a little bit rowdy during this coming special week. Special parking spot. Well, you know, years ago, Tony always had his spot and now that I'm here more than he is. I, I move him down a couple of spots when he brings his RV. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit quieter than some of the campground spots. Yeah, I used to be out in lot five all the time. And then when COVID hit and there was no fans, so then I moved inside the fence. And it's like, oh, this is so much nicer. I don't, I, I don't have to walk out nowhere. I go up to the shop and. I can walk right to bed. I don't have to go out to lot five. So that did make did make it a little nicer. Nice. But you know, when I got out, they was all in bed anyway. So that did make. <laughs> yeah, they probably woke you up in the morning. No, I usually up before a lot of them too. So Jeez. I had to I had to get back to the track. <laughs> well, uh, good luck uh, next week uh, with all the sprint car racing you got going on down there. The World of Outlaws. And uh, keep up uh, the good work. I appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. Yep. Thanks Thank for you. having. We'll see you. All right, thanks. All right, bye. Bye. So Robert Platfoot, the uh, facilities manager at uh, Eldora Speedway, talking uh, a little bit of uh, dirt track prep. So Dirt track magic. The art of. And, uh, unfortunately, the magic that works at Eldora may not work at uh, oh, absolutely. other tracks. Your local track, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, all the racing surfaces are different. You know, they got the special stuff they put down on uh, Bristol. Um, yeah. So. 
Very cool. Interesting conversation with uh, Robert Plantfoot. Uh, coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll be speaking with Jeff Dice, owner of I-96 Speedway. We'll get uh, to the bottom of what's going on there. If you guys have any questions you want us to ask them, you can feel free to put it in the comments of our uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live if you happen to be watching over there. I think even t- uh, Twitter Live comments may pop right. up in here too. We may even see those. So, uh, Before we get to Jeff, uh, we have some... Uh, uh, action to uh, cover from this uh, past weekend. Unfortunately for Attica Raceway Park, Friday night, rain halted the action before they could uh, uh, get through the program. So uh, they're honoring rain checks for that. Um, other than uh, at the Brad Doty. I think you can use it, but you have to pay the difference, Right, uh, I believe is what that is. Uh, Lima Land on Friday, they got the show in. Chase Dunham won the NRA 360 uh, feature event. Todd Sherman was the modified winner. Justin Long picked up the win in the Thunderstocks. Oakshade Raceway was in action. Steve Kester led uh, flag to flag in the late model feature. Carter Murday picked up another sportsman feature win. Justin Gamber uh, won the Dominator Superstock A Main. Eric Carr picked up the win in the Compact A Main. Greg Dietre back out in a uh, stock car. He was out there last time we saw him was in one of the uh, dirt track truck series right trucks then he picked up the feature win uh he was out in a dominator super stock picked up the win in the b main on saturday and gage rushlow picked up the compact b main feature win fremont speedway uh they did not uh, get rained out they got blown destroyed out. uh yeah bad the same storms that uh uh, ended things early at Attica on uh, Friday. Blew through Fremont first, and and when I say blew through it, they uh, did a, it did a lot of damage there. Unfortunately, so um, they had to cancel to get things uh, fixed. But uh, last I saw, they are on track to go uh, this weekend. Yeah, to their... the best of our knowledge, everything is on schedule. Yeah, Sandusky Speedway Friday night's uh, Renegade Rumble was postponed due to that same rain. Uh, that has been moved to tomorrow night, Saturday or. Friday, July 8th. Uh, they did get the uh, show in on Saturday with Clayton Oliver winning the uh, Renegade uh, feature event. Kyle Edwards was the MSS Super Modified winner. Clay Lusk uh, got another beginner stock feature win, and Dan Smith picked up the win in the pure stocks. Flat Rock Speedway. Uh, they were in action Saturday night. Connor uh, Zabosian, Zabosian uh, was the Outlaw Super Late Model feature winner. Dave Sensaba picked up the win in the VROA Vintage Modifies. That name sounds very familiar to me, Dave Sensaba. Is he an old-time racer? Uh, there was a Sensaba that raced Maybe that's a lot what of it years is. ago. Uh, Dennis Wisman Jr. picked up the uh, figure eight win there at Flat Rock on Saturday night. Sunday, Waynesfield Raceway Park. They held the Jack Hewitt Classic. Matt Westfall was the uh, winner in the Boss, boss Non-Wing Sprints. Nate Dussel picked up the uh, win in the Fast on Dirt Winged Sprints. Toledo Speedway was rained out Friday. They uh, used the rain date of Sunday. So they got uh, the show in on Sunday evening with uh, Jim Froling picking up the Late Model Sportsman feature win. Dennis Wisman Sr., Won the boat figure eight race. Dennis Wisman Jr., another win, this time in the flagpole race. Lonnie York won the factory stock feature, and uh, Jacob Lee was the figure eight winner in the big uh, main event. Stephanie Bradley picked up the win in the school bus figure eight. Her first. Yeah. So congratulations to her. Lucas Oil uh, Dirt Late Model Series action on uh, Thursday, last Thursday week ago tonight josh rice picked up the uh, win down at uh, florence speedway in the ralph uh, latham memorial friday night was ricky thornton jr 
He was uh, declared the winner after rain halted action uh, with uh, 45 laps complete at Portsmouth Raceway Park. Saturday, Ricky Thornton Jr., Brandon Shepard, and Tyler Erb each picked up a uh, preliminary feature win at Muskegon County Speedway. Sunday, the main event, Brandon Shepard won the Freedom 60 there at uh, Muskegon County. And then uh, back in action last night, Wednesday night, Hudson O'Neill picked up the win at Davenport Speedway. World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Cars were in action Friday. Jacob Allen picking up the win at Cedar Lake Speedway. Saturday, it was Brock Zierfoss picking up the win uh, also at Cedar Lake uh, Speedway. We got some some uh, news about some of the off-track, I guess, sort of off-track uh yeah, sort of. An yeah. incident, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that here in, in a little bit. Uh, Tazos All-Star Circuit of Champions last night. We're back in action. Kyle Larson picking up the win at Lernerville Speedway. The uh, NTT IndyCar Series Sunday, Scott McLaughlin picked up, uh, I believe it was his second ever uh, IndyCar win in the uh, Honda Indy 200 at Mid-Ohio. SRX Series on Saturday. Ryan Newman picking up the win at Stafford Speedway. He leads the points in uh, SRX series action. Yeah. They're halfway through their season. Six races, they're three in, three to go. Wow. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR action, Tyler Reddick picked up his first cup win on Sunday in the Quick Trip 250 at Road America. Uh, Saturday, Ty Gibbs won the Henry 180 at Road America in Xfinity action. Summer national results from last week. Uh, Shannon Babb, Fayette County Speedway. That was last Thursday, and I saw something. Fayette County Speedway now is closed. For good, until further notice. I guess the fairgrounds are in talks with trying to do something, taking over promo. But as of right now, Fayette County Speedway, uh, which I believe is in Illinois, kind of shut down at the moment. Uh, Friday, Bobby Pierce picked up the win at Paducah International Raceway. Saturday was Brian Shirley with the win at Clarksville Speedway. And then uh, Sunday, Jason Fager won at Lincoln Speedway. And then a couple other notes here. On uh, Friday, up at I-96, Dustin Daggett picked up the win in the... uh, Great Lake Super Sprints. Danny Sams, our guest last week, finished second. And then uh, Saturday, they were at Butler Motor Speedway, and uh, Danny Sams picked up the win. Yay. So, yeah. Did not disappoint us. Yeah. So, congratulations to uh, Danny Sams. Um, Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and More in Clyde, Ohio. They have a barbecue thing happening this weekend. Really? Yeah. Barbecued pizza? Well, they probably you probably could get pizza, but uh, no, they they're featuring uh, pulled pork, chicken, ribs, brisket, uh, loaded mac and cheese, and more. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, check out uh, their Facebook page. They got uh, it listed uh, on there. Everything that's going on. That's uh, Saturday and Sunday, or you can call them right now and order a pizza four one nine five four seven fourteen forty four, or order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Big D's Pizza, big on taste. Not on price. Dave Sensaba, a long-time pavement, late model ra- and uh, ARCA racer. Right. According to Doug Frost. That's that's where I heard that name before. Uh, also, don't forget to give uh, Ron Miller Race Cars a call. 734-856-7223. Race Cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, body work. Um, yeah. Fittings for uh, fuel, fuel pumps. Pump, yeah. And fuel oh, pumps. Oh, and fuel pumps, too. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> so... Um, Let's see, we got about three more minutes before we get to uh, Jeff Dice of I-96 Speedway. So uh, go through a little bit of our uh, news here. Uh, severe storm, as we mentioned on uh, Friday, caused extensive damage at Fremont Speedway, the uh, Sandusky County Fairgrounds, forcing the cancellation of uh, this past weekend's racing. Quote, we have buildings damaged, 
Fencing was torn out, power lines down. It's a real mess, said Roger Campbell of the uh, Speedway Committee. Quote, we really appreciate everyone who offered to help clean up the facility, but it will take a while to assess all the damage and uh, make a plan for repairs, unquote. Uh, City of Fremont experienced many downed trees and uh, damage as well as uh, power outages throughout the town from what has been, uh, last I heard was a, wasn't a tornado, it was a microburst, straight line winds. Doing a lot of damage. And it did a good job. Yeah, definitely. A unique event will be added to the Dream Makeup Race on September 7th down at Eldora. It's open only to drivers that fit the following criteria. criteria. They have uh, never won a late model A feature at Eldora. And B, they are not one of the 24 cars in the Dirt Late Model Dream feature. This program will be known as Chasing the Dream will consist of uh, only a feature events. Drivers will participate in timed hot laps with the results of those timed uh, laps being used to line up the A features. All drivers will run an A feature and will run as many as the car count dictates. Each A feature will pay 5000 to win, 600 to start. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool deal. Eligible drivers will have an opportunity to uh, sign up for this event later in the summer. Would wow. you be eligible for this event, Ryan? I've never won a feature there. And you're not in the dream? Not yet. <laughs> and, and, and almost certainly won't be. All right. And, and I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll have an engine back by then. All maybe right. maybe a couple. You didn't get the engine didn't come back today? No. Tomorrow? That's my, that's my hope. Okay. Uh, a little bit of breaking news. Friday's ATV Big Air Tour Show at Toledo Speedway. It's uh, tomorrow night. It's been canceled due to uh, lack of ticket sales uh, and some other extraneous reasons blaming the economy and all that stuff uh the factory stock 100 lap race uh, has been rescheduled for saturday august 6th as part of the uh, riley beal classic uh that show with the uh, usac silver crown series and late model sportsman will be in action that night so no racing uh, tomorrow night at riley beal classic that's always a good race to watch and it's earlier this year usually it's uh, in october or the end of september so i wonder if we'll see brian rollman there That'd be interesting. Uh, Noah Gregson has been fined $35,000 and docked 30 points Ouch. in the uh, driver's standing for uh, rough driving during Saturday's NASCAR Xfinity race at Road America. NASCAR officials penalized Gregson for violating the uh, NASCAR member code of conduct. Uh, Junior Motorsports was also assessed a 30-point penalty in the owner's points, and I, I heard that uh, Junior was not uh, not real pleased with Noah yeah. <laughs> either. So. Um, and we'll get to that uh, World of Outlaws story here in just a bit. But as promised, bring on our second guest of the night here. We have Mr. Uh, Jeff Dice, owner of I-96 Speedway. Welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, right off the bat, I know I talked to you a little bit uh, the other day, and uh, we had heard rumors that the, the track was sold. Let's uh, set the record straight. What's going on with I-96? I-96 is not sold. The track has been up for sale for two years, and the track is not sold. Okay. <laughs> that, that cuts straight to the chase. <laughs> so, I mean, rumors. I mean, all these people, you know, all of a sudden it's weird because it's been up for sale for two years, and in the last... 45 days because we've been struggling this year. Everybody's saying, does the track is sold? Well, as I just said, the track is not sold. And I don't know where these rumors started. We never insinuated the track sold or anything like that. Gotcha. 
reason uh is there a reason uh, you have the track for sale is just uh well um you know i've got a couple other ven- uh, business ventures that i'm uh, that i'm working on and you know um i'm actually uh, selling the track at my house and you know going on to another business venture that i've been involved in my whole entire life i've been involved in the car business my whole life so um that's what i'm, I'm looking to you know build my car business and you know get a bigger lot Gotcha. Are you still staying? Are, are you in the, the Lansing area then? Yeah. Yep. Sure. I'm. Is that where you're, you're planning to stick around that area? Or are you moving out of that area? Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to stay within the vicinity, maybe 15, 20 minutes within the Lansing area. Gotcha. I went to, went to school up there. I used to go to Spartan Speedway right down the street from oh, yeah. where I went to school. So, um, yeah. uh, so, so how long, when did you take over I-96 Speedway and, uh, Tell us uh, about your experience uh, running the track. Is this uh, your first first experience running a, a racetrack? Yeah, I was n- never involved in uh, racing at all. Um, it's kind of weird. A couple of my friends that are racers, um, I had a bunch of farm property, and I sold it all off, and I wanted to do something different. And um, they're like, oh, what about a racetrack? I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be a good idea. You know, it's you know seasonal, and my car business is super busy in the in the fall and the uh, winter time, so I'm like, yeah, a racetrack would be something I could do. And um, Mike Mouch and I made a deal on it, and it took us a while. And yeah, um, this is the fifth year, but it's only been like four and a half years since I've had. It. But this is the fifth racing season that I've been running it. Gotcha. And uh, the season's not canceled there for this year. You're just kind of doing things on a week by week basis now. Yeah, we gotta we gotta revamp what we're doing because we've really been getting our butt kicked this year. Um, you know, we run the, probably the most aggressive schedule in the state of Michigan of any dirt track, as far as the classes and the you know series that we bring in, um, Anthony Boyd's did a great job for, you know, five years of making a schedule and we've been successful at it. We, I mean, we have, it's made money every single year, but this, you know, with the economy right now is not good. And, you know, the last, uh, seven weeks we've got our butt kicked. You know, we lost over $40,000 in seven weeks. That's, um, <laughs> ouch. And that's real money. That's my own money. It's not borrowed money. We don't get very, where we struggle is we don't get a lot of sponsorship money. Um, Cause I don't have time to go out there and get it. And I I've never found the right person to go out there and get sponsorships for us. So this is like money out of my pocket. I mean, we have very limited sponsorships and um, it's not fun to lose their money or my money. And you know, it's, it's nothing we're doing differently. We're running the exact same schedule we have. Um, it's just, we're not getting the fans in the stands and, you know, with the price of everything, it's not just gas, but groceries and everything else, you know, that you got to buy, everything's inflated 30, 40, 50%. And the people, you know, they're not going to come out to the track and spend, you know, a hundred, dollars to bring their family afford to the track. And, you know, with the lower budget classes and the street stocks and the forest owners, we've really been struggling to get car count. You know, one day we had a, well, we did, what did we have? Uh, three, three cyber stocks. And then one day we had like seven street stocks. And then with our last late model show we ran, we literally had seven cars and we paid over $6,000 for seven cars in the late models. Well, if it, if it makes you we, feel any better. $2,000 to win. I mean, we're not paying, you know, chump change. We're paying $2,000 to win. That's, that's pretty steep. I think. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, if it makes you feel any better, I know uh, some other tracks uh, closer to our area down here in Ohio that are having some issues trying to uh, draw car counts as well. So I mean, it's not—it's not just a 996 problem. It's a—it's a—it's not isolated. I, I guess is what I'm saying. 
unfortunately. No, and I've talked to I've talked to majority of the dirt track owners uh, right here, you know, right here in Michigan. Every one of them are saying the exact same thing. You know, they're struggling to get the car count that they used to get, and you know, the fans, the, the racers are going to show up, but the fans are the ones that make that pay the purses. They pay the bills around that place. That's um, right. I'm thankful that I have a job that I don't live off of that racetrack. I'd be. Yeah, I'd really be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so l- let me ask you this: If it wasn't for the the money situation, if that wasn't a, a problem, and and you're getting the crowds and the in the car counts, would would you say you've enjoyed uh, you know being a promoter of a racetrack if it wasn't for for the money monetary issues? To be honest with you, it's the funnest job in the entire world. Okay. You get to go out there, shake hands with people, see people, talk to them, see how they're doing. I mean, I built a lot of great relationships over the. Uh oh. I, I I love it. It's fun. Um, it's just like I said. Right now, we're just really struggling to make this all work out. Yeah. like this week here, you know, two weeks ago, think thanks for uh, Barry Marlow and JLSS. You know, they rented the track, and you know, they they did. They were successful. They made money, and that's great. You know, um, that's what they do that stuff for. I just I just couldn't afford to get my butt kicked again and lose another, you know, fifteen thousand or ten thousand. And then this week here, um, uh, Tony Williams with TW Install, he um, called me up and said, hey, I'm interested in, you know, um, sponsoring the modified purse if you're willing to run. And, I, and you know, I, I said, absolutely, I would. You know, he's been a, um, a great fan for all these years. He's been coming there way longer than I have been. And for him to step up and pay that kind of a purse to, to keep the track, you know, above – the water and going that's great and we greatly greatly appreciate him stepping up and doing that have you uh, thought about following maybe that leasing the track business model well i don't know really uh, if they're willing normally i normally i'm i'd say if they're willing to gamble i'm willing to gamble but <laughs> i think i've already gambled enough <laughs> i understand that so that that show you were just talking about that's uh, tomorrow night correct uh, yes, that's, yep, it's uh, IMCA Fast Shaft Race tomorrow, yes. So you got that going on. Is there anything scheduled at this point beyond tomorrow night? Um, we're not going to run the week after because of the Ionia County Free Fair. They're running monster trucks, and um, I have did that before, and I've got my butt kicked. And uh, when we made our schedule, uh, the Free Fair's uh, schedule wasn't out yet, and then when it came out, um, Anthony, and I, I've met up and said, yeah, we don't really want to run against these guys, especially this year since we're, you know, we've lost so much already. And then, so we're going to be off then. And I know for sure we're going to be running the uh, jealous that show there at the end of the month. And we're kind of just like week to week basis and just, um, see what we can do to keep, keep our head above water and, you know, keep the track going. How, how tough of a decision was it for you to uh, have to cancel the uh, summer national show scheduled for next uh, Friday? Uh, to be honest with you, it's one of the most devastating things I ever did as far as, you know, this year as a promoter because it's, I mean, you put your heart and soul into this. Like, people don't realize how much time and effort it really takes, and, and it's not even me. It's our crew. I mean, we have a, we have a great crew um, from our track prep to the concessions to, you know, lineups to scoring and announcing and, you know, Boyd busting his butt every single day, um, doing different stuff. It's, it's tough, and, you know, everybody puts it all in there, and no one realizes they think, oh, you own a racetrack, so you're getting rich. Oh, look, you got all kinds of people, and there's like 500 people in the stands. Uh, so it's it's a lot harder than people think. Now you you mentioned uh, getting folks uh, to, to like uh, Barry Marlowe to uh, rent uh, take over the track and put on events. 
are you open to that for for the rest of the season? If, uh, if there's somebody that wants to throw some money and and get some uh, more racing uh, for the rest of the season, can they get in touch with you? Yeah, yeah, definitely be interested in you know in, in exercising the idea. It just um, depends on who it is and what it is. I mean, you can't just rent your track off to somebody that's not responsible and not going to pay your um, drivers and pay the series. Um, I, I don't want to get it caught up in that kind of crossfire. Um, we pay our drivers every single week, um, or I'm sorry, every single night. We pay them. They walk out of there with their money and they're gone. We don't write them checks or anything like that. Um, so I don't want to get caught up in the he said, she said, and it makes I-96 look bad because a certain person ran the track and they didn't do what they were supposed to. I would. I, I don't want to get caught up in that kind of mess. And I and Barry, he's been around racing way longer than me, and he's a great guy, and he does what he says he's going to do. He's not going to agree to something that he can't do, and I, I trust Barry very much. So if Barry wants to run the track, it's wide open, Barry. Uh, so the track is for sale. Would you prefer to keep it as a race, to, to sell it to somebody that's will, that would take it over and continue running it as a track, or are you open to selling it for somebody that would like maybe turn it into a parking lot or whatever? Well, to be honest with you, um, there's been a couple buyers that's been interested in it. Um, this is back a year, year, year and a half ago, whatever it was. And, you know, I, I really want to see it to stay a racetrack. I mean, it's been there since 1971. In um, those, the guys that wanted it, they didn't want it for a racetrack. And, you know, I kind of kept them guys away and that bay. Um, I was really hoping that somebody that's has the time and the energy to do it would buy the track to keep it a racetrack. Um, we can make it feasible for them to get it to, you know, keep it going. So your question, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to stop to somebody that's going to keep it track. So, so you came at not, not from a racing background, but now you're kind of part of that racing family. You know how tight knit, uh, it, it really is. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, when you're struggling, people want to kick you when you're down and it just seems like there's so much negativity. Oh, the tracks are sale. They're going out of business. They're closing up. They don't want to run late models. They only run sprint cars. You know, you, you hear so much, so many rumors that it's none of them are true. None of them are true. Gotcha. So where, what's the best way for uh, fans and racers to uh, keep up to date as, as far as uh, what shows may be coming up? Uh, Facebook page, uh, website? Yeah, our, our website. Um, Anthony is one that takes care of the website and stuff and our Facebook. Uh, we're really, really active in both of those. And if anybody wants to see our, you know, upcoming schedule or, you know, upcoming races, that's where you'd want to see it. Would be on our website, i96.com, or our Facebook page. That's what I was going to ask, i96.com. All right. Well, we appreciate uh, you giving us some time and coming on and, and, and kind of setting the record straight. Like I said, I, last week Ron had mentioned something. I was like, what? I hadn't heard anything about this. So I'm glad we could get to the source and and uh, find out exactly what the, what the deal was. That's kind I of what we do, Scott. We're not on the track. I mean, it's for sale, but the track is not sold. Mm. Gotcha. And sad that the the summer nationals aren't going to be there next week. Uh, I know uh, they're running Indiana, and I think you, yours was the only uh, Michigan track, at least uh, through Saturday, on that schedule. Yeah, so. um, I just can't risk, you know, that fifty thousand dollar payout. You know, I mean, if, if, yeah, fifty fifty <laughs> grand is the payout for that for that there, and that's a lot of money. And I would be in, I would be devastated, even worse, if you know, to lose your ass on that. I, we can't do that. But then you're running against the free fair and all kinds of stuff. And 
the economy's not been good. You know, the price of gas and food and all this stuff. I don't know how that's how that's all going to work out for people. Um, do, do you uh, do you compete head to head with any uh, other Friday night tracks in uh, the Michigan yeah. area? Yeah, I mean, um, on Fridays you got Hartford there, you've got Tri City. Um, Hartford and Tri City are really the only Friday night ones. I know. I know you. I was gonna Winston say. Does. You've run some uh, Sunday shows too. Did that? How was any yeah, success that, running Sundays, or is that uh, not no. a good thing? Sundays. It seems like we're really good on our big our big shows, but on two day shows we get our butt kicked. And Sundays, I've never had a, a Sunday where I ever made any money. What uh, what night? What night does Mid Michigan run? Uh, they run on Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, they run on Fridays also. Okay, I know they're not too far north of you. Nope. Yeah, they're probably, I don't know, probably 40 minutes, I would guess. Right. Gotcha. Well, uh, again, thanks uh, for the time, and uh, definitely keep us up to date uh, as far as, you know, what's going on up there with uh, with I-96, and we'll, we'll keep our uh, listeners informed. If you've got any breaking news, uh, we'd, we'd appreciate uh, being the ones to break it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least when I come here and speak, it's the truth, not a bunch of... Uh, he said, she said stuff. Yeah, I don't, that's I don't play it. that game. That's if why I you're on our show. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, do it. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, we appreciate it. Okay, buddy. Thank you much. You guys have a great night. All thanks, right. You Jeff. too. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. Jeff Guy. Jeff Dice. I said Jeff Geis. Uh Jeff Dice, uh, owner there of I-96 uh, Speedway. It's uh, Lake Odessa, right? Yes, I believe where that's at up there in uh, Michigan. So track not sold. It is for sale, uh, running on a kind of a week to week basis. So uh, keep keep an eye on the i ninety six speedway dot com or uh, their Facebook page. And they like racing. And they like racing. So I mean, once you get into racing, it's hard to to get away. Uh, we have uh, our how many? How uh, we're going to be giving away a pizza from uh, Big D's Pizza here in just a minute. Uh, first off, I want to talk a, a little bit about the uh, World of Outlaw official, um, World of Outlaws NASA Energy Sprint Car Series official, attacked a crew member during uh, Saturday's event at Cedar Lake Speedway. Uh, Shed- Sheldon Hottenshield uh, stalled near the exit of the hot pit, and an official on an ATV pushed his car backwards uh, back toward the hot pit. Hottenshield's car scraped uh, along the wall a bit until some crew members came out and uh, pulled it off the wall. Uh, once it was back in the hot pit is, uh, when the altercation took place. And, uh, this is, uh, this is what happened. Here's, uh, the pushing of the car and, uh, the altercation that followed while they were working on his right rear tire. The full moon that just won't quit. 26 laps down and now restarts all go to the seafoam restart zone at the cone on the front straightaway. Nine laps. So they're remaining. pushing Hot and Shield back. Leading at Brad Sweet, second David Gravel from the work area. And right about there, he starts rubbing up against the wall. The right rear is rubbing against the wall. There's a guy walking out. Donnie shots I think he said something to the official. Not sure what was said. Oh, by the way, there may be an F word coming up in this. So uh, we got little ones around. Might want to get some earmuffs on them here in uh, just about 20 seconds or so. So here's what happened in the pits then when they're uh, working on that tire. Right rear tire being changed quickly down to Chase Rodman. What an incredible break here for Brad Sweet there, John. We talked about how close the points were heading into this weekend and the two closest to him in the championship standings. Whoa, we've got a, got a problem down here, John. But uh, man, the two closest in the championship series 
both having problems. Right there on, I think Sheldon Hodge is going to make it back out. Yeah, so not really sure what that was all about. Yeah. Uh, World of Outlaws have uh, released a, uh, a statement here. Uh, they say the uh, World of Outlaws is aware of the incident that happened on Saturday night in the work area at Cedar Lake Speedway. A full review is underway. No comments will be made until the review is complete. So, and I've read some and other things. And as of tonight, the review is not complete. As of uh, late this afternoon, it was not compete, complete. That is correct. Uh, in some uh, other fun stuff up in uh, Michigan, uh, Rusty Schlenk and uh, Dona Marcoulier uh, will probably not be exchanging Christmas cards this year. Uh, I guess they had a little bit of an altercation up at uh, Tri-City this weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, again, it's the full moon that just won't quit. Was Scott. it a full? Is it? It's no, like it, all it, summer. Yeah. Uh, this uh, video comes uh, from our uh, our uh, buddies over there at Horsepower Happenings uh, podcast. Uh, this is what uh, Rusty had to say uh, after that uh, event uh, this past weekend. Rusty, you had a great run going. Picked up the pick up the lead pretty early in the event, and really by the midway point, had stretched out a pretty nice lead. Yeah, yeah, we had a really good car. Uh, couldn't ask for a better car. Uh, track was track was kind of kind of streaking up around the bottom and rubbering up, so we had to kind of protect the tires and. Uh, we uh, got caught up in lap traffic there and uh, gave the gave the old six car a chance to get close enough to us to run me over getting into three. So ended up second. It's tough when you got when you got that idiot behind you. You uh, you, you you know that if you get stuck behind lap traffic, he's gonna run through you just like he did everybody past the man. We all got red paint all over us. So um, that's just uh, that's Dona. That's that's racing in Michigan. If you come up here, you uh, let him get close enough to you. I guess it's my fault. I should have uh, I should have got through the lap traffic quicker and shouldn't have gave that idiot a chance to hit me. I, uh, I left the bottom open down the straightaway, and when I was rounding down into three, I got about to the U-tire, and he just drove right through me. So there's nothing we could have done about it. Uh, I gotta—I guess I got to learn to drive a little more defensive when I'm racing up here. They're, they're back there running their mouths and uh, clapping and being the normal idiots that they are, and uh, I'm not going to take it. So when I tried to confront them, they, uh, Big Man Dona pulled an old lady in front of him and used her as a shield, and it was it was a good time. I didn't even make any contact with anybody. I didn't hit anybody, but got kicked out. So we'll uh, we'll take it on the chin and uh, we'll go home. They they got to protect their little crybaby uh, hometown boy up here. So we'll uh, we'll go down where we're appreciated and where people race you with respect. Ouch! Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Rusty, uh, not too happy up there. Um, in other news, uh, one other thing here, uh, we mentioned the Dirt Car Summer Nationals and Summit Racing Equipment Modified Nationals uh, event scheduled for next Friday at I-96 Speedway, uh, July 15th. That, of course, uh, has been canceled. Dirt Car officials are currently working to find another track to host the a race on that date. Details are forthcoming was the very latest from uh, the Dirt Car right. folks. Last week's how many uh, chance to win a Big D's pizza? Last week uh, we had uh, how many fast 410s were going to be at Waynesfield on Sunday? That number was 27. I picked 29, so uh, I beat you. You picked 30. You went uh, the you went one the wrong direction there, so I was closest. And uh, our listener winners, uh, we had two, and I don't understand how these two always pick the right. They were dead on this time. John really? Young and Matt Swander both really picked. The exact right uh, number, 27. So we're going to spin the Big D's Pizza Wheel to determine who gets that Big D's Pizza for uh, this week. I'm going to say it's going to be Matt Swander again. Looks like I think Matt that's Swander. the second week in a row 
And usually he donates uh, his winnings to um, first responders. So congratulations, Matt Swander. You uh, good, once again. Good work again. Yeah. Picked up uh, another Big D's pizza. So uh, this week's how many? It's going to be a little more complicated. Really? Because we got a lot of big events coming up next week, uh, as I had mentioned. So if you want a shot to win a Big D's pizza, here is uh, the number we're looking for for this week's how many. Having some issues with my uh, computer there. There we go. Uh, Matt says uh, to donate it. So Dean, uh, he says to donate it. So anyways, this week's how many? How many World of Outlaws sprint cars are going to be at uh, the Brad Doty Tuesday at Attica? In addition to how many late models will be in a competition at Montpelier on Wednesday for the Summer National Show? So that combined number, how many... Sprint cars Tuesday at Attica plus the number of late models at uh, Montpelier on Wednesday. Attica always brings a lot of cars for the Brad Doty. They do. And it's leading um, up to uh, the four-day weekend at um, Eldora. At Eldora, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So how many sprint cars Tuesday plus how many late models Wednesday? One number, that total number. So of Wednesdays cars. for a summer national race, Tuesdays for the Brad Doty. Correct. There you go. So I got to pick first for us yes, since I won do. last week. Um, I see numbers all over the place already. So I'm going to go with, uh, say, 34, 70, 70. I'm going to go with 71. 71 Ooh. seems like a decent number. Ooh, Scott. I'm going to use one of the Smith's numbers. I, I was going to tell you that I'm going for the exact number. I'm not going to go one over you. Okay. But I'm going one over you because my number was 72. All right. 72 is your pick. Uh, if you but would that's, like, that's an exact number. Okay. So if you'd like a shot to win a Big D's Pizza, put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. And you have some time. If uh, Again, if you're listening to us on uh, the podcast, on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, whatever, just uh, hop on our Facebook page after you're done listening to us. Hop on our YouTube uh, channel there and uh, just type your guess in because you have until... Uh, Tuesday at 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock Eastern. Tuesday at 4 o'clock to get your guess in. Boy, that's that's kind of late. There'll be you think so? a lot of haulers well, already. Well, a lot of people have already put their guess yeah, in. You can yeah, only yeah. guess once. That's it. And if you guess more than once, uh, they're back. There we go. You'll get this flag, the black flag. So only one guess. And nobody wants to get the black flag from Hammerdown. No, no, you don't want that. It's uh, it's pretty bad. We'll point at you and point to the pits or something. I don't know. Uh, this weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. Lots, uh, lots of action going on. Lima Land will not be one of the places you will be going because they are off this weekend. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, the uh, rescheduled Renegade Rumble at Sandusky Speedway will be tomorrow night, Friday night. Um Racing will start at 7 o'clock. General admission, just one buck for that show at Sandusky. Attica Raceway Park also in action on uh, Friday night with the Krogan Colonial Bank Bucyrus Road Material Smith Family Foods Night. Woo. I think we should have got at least four more sponsors in there. Uh, it's going to be uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 Sprints, the Oakshade Attica Late Models, and the Attica Fremont Championship Series 305s. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. General admission is 18 bucks at Attica Friday night. Saturday night, 
Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Oakshade, no racing this weekend. Fremont Speedway, it's Fort Ball Pizza Night featuring the AFCS 410s, the AFCS 305s, and the dirt trucks. Uh, hopefully they get uh, everything repaired there. It sounds like uh, I'm sure if they weren't going to have everything repaired by now, they would have let us know. So With, this, a, with this a family member racing, uh, if, You're you want, if you want to see me, yeah. Brown will be I'll, out I'll, at Fremont. I'll be, I'll be at Fremont. Gates open at 4, racing at 7 at uh, Fremont Speedway Saturday night. Also, Saturday, Sandusky Speedway uh, will be in action with the CRS Truck Series, North Coast Stock Series, Renegades, Beginner Stocks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, $10 general admission for adults at Sandusky. Flat Rock will host uh, Royal Truck and Trailer Sales, Flat Rock Speedway, 70th anniversary. It's going to have fireworks, too. I guess it's going to be the biggest Ooh. fireworks display in their history. So, uh, pretty cool deal there. They're going to have the Outlaw Super Late Models, Figure 8s, Street Stocks, and Late Model Sportsman. Features only. No heat races, uh, no dashes, anything right. like that. Just uh, features only. Gates open at 4.30, racing at seven twenty dollars uh, Adult general admission at Flat Rock on Saturday. Montpelier Motor Speedway back in action after taking last weekend off. It's uh, mid-season championship night, uh, double points. For all classes, uh, they'll have the modified Super Stock, Street Stocks, and Hornets. Gates open at 4, racing at 722. I have to talk to Jerry and find out how exact close they are to actually starting at 722 every Saturday night there. Oh, Oakshade comes really close to their 7 o'clock mark. Yeah, not as much now that we qualify the late models, but yeah. Uh, Looking ahead to uh, Tuesday, of course, uh, that is the 2022 Brad Doty Classic at Attica Raceway Park. Featuring the World of Outlaw, NASA Energy Drink, Sprint Cars. Gates will open at 3 o'clock. So I said 4 o'clock for, uh, for guesses, right? Right. So, yeah, you got a little uh, little hour overlap there. Yeah. I don't know if that'll help because you, that's not going to help you for Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, so gates open at 3 o'clock uh, at Attica on uh, Tuesday. Racing will be at 7.30. General admission for the uh, Brad Doty Classic, $32. And then Wednesday, July 13th, Eldora Speedway. We'll uh, be hosting the Joker's Wild. That's uh, the next stop for the World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series. Uh, they'll be at Eldora for Wednesday through Saturday, as a matter of fact. Uh, on Wednesday, gates open at noon. Racing will be at 8 p.m. General admission is $34 for the Joker Joker's Wild. Also, Wednesday night, Montpelier Motor Speedway, as we mentioned, the uh, UMP Dirt Car Summer Nationals. Uh, they'll have the late models and modifieds. Gates open at 4, racing at 7.22 p.m. Once again, on Wednesday, general admission, 25 bucks there, Wednesday night at Montpelier. And then uh, looking ahead, uh, week out, Eldora Speedway on Thursday, the historical big one featuring the World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Gates open at noon, racing at 8, and general admission, 39 bucks. So that's a hell of a Big D's uh, pizza. Yeah. Racing uh, menu. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of racing uh, going on next week. Other series action. Uh, Roll of uh, Outlaw Bob Dow. We already know. We already talked about all them. We already covered all them. Tezos All Star uh, Circuit of Champions will be at uh, Ransomville uh, Speedway in New York tomorrow night, Friday night. And then State Line Speedway in New York on uh, Saturday, July 9th. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. They'll have, uh, they're working on the Gopher 50 tonight through Saturday at Deer Creek Speedway in Minnesota. And then uh, next Thursday, they're going to be at I-70 Speedway in Missouri. Next uh, Thursday night, Arkham Menard Series back in action this weekend at uh, Mid-Ohio. 
That's tomorrow night, Friday night at 5 p.m. That race will be on FS1. The SRX Series will be uh, tackling the Nashville Fairgrounds in Tennessee. That's uh, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. You can watch that on CBS. The Cup Series uh, will be at uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Quaker State 300 presented by Walmart. That's going to be Sunday at 3 o'clock on USA. The Xfinity Series will also be at Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Allsco Uniforms 250. That race is Saturday at 5 o'clock on USA. The NASCAR Camping World Trucks, they'll be at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Park. Uh, that race, I didn't put the day. I think it's Saturday. I think it is. I think it's Saturday. Uh, if that's the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150, that's at one thirty on FS1. Yeah, that would make sense. It wouldn't be at one thirty on Friday or Sunday. So that's going to be definitely Saturday. Summer Nationals action. Uh, tonight's action at Macon Speedway in Illinois has been rained out. They canceled that earlier today. Uh, so next up for the Summer Nationals will be Farmer City in Illinois. Uh, tomorrow night, Friday. And then uh, Highland Speedway on Saturday, Tri-State Speedway in Indiana on Sunday, Montpelier Motor Speedway on Wednesday, Shady Hill Speedway also in uh, Indiana on Thursday. And then uh, looking ahead uh, next Saturday, they'll be at uh, Oakshade for the $10,000 to win birthday race. Ryan Weekman did not uh, get back with me today, unfortunately. I think... uh, I think the weather at Fremont scared him last week, so we don't have an yeah. official weekend weather pit stop. But uh, I can say tomorrow it's supposed to rain in yeah. the afternoon, and then toward the evening chances get less. So uh, I think Sandusky should be all right. You know, they should be able to get the track dry. Attica, hopefully, uh, it, it doesn't dump too much there. Just uh, keep an eye on their Facebook page. Um, they don't get too much. Uh, they should be all right as well. And then once we get through uh, Saturday, Tomorrow we're good. We're good for for a while here, at least for the rest of the weekend. Uh, shouldn't be any any problems for uh, our Saturday and Sunday racing events. So that's it. And that's pretty much uh, all I got for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Next week, uh, I think uh, we'll try and get Chris Benson on finally. Oh, cool! Your uh, your late model guy, pavement yes. late model guy. Yep. Yeah, I think he said he, he'd nice be available guy. in uh, July. So. Nice guy. Yeah, so we'll talk to him. We'll get him on the show. Um, no hammer down a hotline uh, this week if you'd like to uh, call and leave a message. Or you can also text the hammer down hotline. Uh, we'll even read your message back. There it is, 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Call or text it. We'll uh, play it or read it back next week on the show unless you are a telemarketer, because uh, that's pretty much all the calls we got this week. We're just telemarketers. So, unless you pay us. I mean, if you want to pay us a, a sponsorship, yeah, and we can we can do that. We can yeah, we'll, we'll even talk about your excellent car warranty. There you go. Yes, and you need to extend it. Right. We've noticed that your car warranty. Or your home warranty. Right. Is expired, and you need to renew it. It's very important. Make sure to like us on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on all of them, all 492 uh, platforms, give or take a few hundred. Uh, You can also check out HammerDownRaceReport.com, listen to us there, check out the store, shows, sponsorship information, everything uh, you need to uh, know is right there. Make sure to rate and review us, share us with your friends. I still have the Bark, Bark, Bark uh, I think it's the last yeah. review we have. I get sick of seeing that every week. So just somebody just write, 
yay or not yet. Just a one-word review. I'd be happy just so I didn't have to see the bark, bark, You know, bark great anymore. job guys would be... Or w- okay job. I'd settle for okay job, really. <sighs> that'd, that'd be fine with me. Uh, thanks again to uh, all of our sponsors. Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, all of them. Thanks again to our guests uh, this week, Robert Platfoot and Jeff Dice, for coming on. Good show, Scott. I think we. we, That's a review. Can I write that? Yeah. Okay. Appreciate it. I'll see you next Thursday then. Okay. Yeah. We're out. Yeah, I'll be here. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 